Amen. So, guys, we are an uncommon church, eh? Very uncommon. Because the, the, the church that Jesus Christ, not because we choose to be uncommon or I choose to be uncommon, no. It's not having to do with man. But because of the standard of the word of God that is presented to us in this book here, that we have not been trying to attain to the level of the standard of the word of God in many of the churches globally we don't even know what is it that we're trying to aspire aspire to huh, the word in many churches and in the body of Christ is so tainted huh, and the, the believers that are sitting in the pews are so powerless and impotent and useless when it comes down to the power dimension of God and it's a fact and anybody Listen, guys, visit a few churches. And we, talk, we say this from um, week to week. Visit a few churches. And all I talk, see are disappointed Christians. Absolutely disappointed. <clears throat> and yet still we have a mighty, powerful God. And we are disappointed. Now, now when you begin to really, many, on many occasions, begin to speak to those Christians about where the power of God is. Many times, they're not even ready to go there. Whatever the price is, Tell me another way, another method. But the full price, I don't want to pay. And therefore, we fellowship together. Week after week, month after month, year after year. <clears throat> Excuse me. And the power of God is not in the pews. Huh! And the people come from the outside and they go. And they come and they go. And we are contented. But the truth, the truth sometimes hurts. And it stings. Huh! The word of God is clear. Amen? And we're going to stick to the word of God and to the level of the word of God. And we put a demand on ourselves and everybody else to grow and get up to the level of the standard of the word of God. And I believe that everybody that comes in the, in the um, church of Jesus Christ should begin to go into his word and see what is it that he's asking of them. And begin allow him now to do that work that it is. To make you into that man and woman of God. We're lacking in anointing women of, and men of God in the church of Jesus Christ. We're lacking in people that are empowered by the Holy Spirit. You know, I sit at home, guys. Today, I was like, Lord, have you, are you having a meeting here tonight? Or should I cancel it? Oh, that, that is my conversation. Do you want something? Are you doing something here uh, this Wednesday evening? Oh, Lord, let me know. If you're not doing anything here, then I'm not coming. I'm, I, I, any day that the Lord don't give me uh, a reason to come here and speak, I ain't coming. And as I began to pray and seek the Lord, even that, that song that I was playing by Hillsong, New Wine, I, it's probably been many months since I've played that song. And to, uh, to, to, to agree with the word that the Holy Spirit gave me, I heard that song playing inside of me. You know, God is basically saying, guys, don't take your feet off the gas one bit. It's a daily affair. This, this process that God is actually doing in us, it's a minutely, hourly, daily, weekly, monthly, yearly affair. And the gaps, the gaps that we take, it doesn't help. You know, I was trying to find someone, no kidding. I was like, 
Who can I find in the congregation huh, tonight that can pray? That can really come here and articulate in words that we are before the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Huh, is there a man? Is there a woman? That was meditating on God huh, since Sunday until now. That had that mindset, that mentality. Is there a man that the church, huh, I mean the world, did not touch? Where are we now? Wednesday. Is there a man, is there a woman that went to work or went into the work, um, the world system? Hello. The rest of Sunday, huh, Monday, Tuesday, and all of today. But they were, you know, they were not defeated by mammon and that world system. And they came back here today with that same mentality, that same mindset. Huh, that we are before God. So I thank you, Teresa. Huh, I, I felt the spirit of God emanating through your prayer. And I go, yes, we have children of God in the house. Thank God. We are, listen guys, yeah, it's supposed to be this aggressive in church, hello? All right, so you're not in the church of Jesus Christ. You got some false prophet, hello? Releasing some demonic anointing that you're all excited about. And that's, we, ain't, we ain't cultivating that here. Guys, we are in London, Ontario, a place where God has told us that revival is coming. How would you prepare for revival? It was it Tony and was telling me? That's what the Lord, I scare her now. The Lord had told her, prepare for revival. That's what I, uh, we called her and she was like, I believe I got this word from the Lord. And he said, prepare for revival. And I go, yes. That's why we have been teaching accordingly. Because there, are, there is a, a series of teaching that are associated with revival. A series of characters. That, are, that has to sit in the presence of God before he brings his power component like that. And that's why I defy everybody that come from another church with some of that idea. I said, did they, did they have revival like the book of Acts in your previous church? If they never had that guy sit down and taking this, this level that has to do with revival. Amen? We, are gonna, we have to keep it this strong. And even, even when the revival comes and it lands, you know, we are gonna, it's, that is the time that we're going to need people of character. When, it, when the revival is here and the power of God is, you know, those... Um, boxers that the minute that they win the heavyweight championship go, go, go study them the next day they balloon up 20-30 pounds and the next time you, you, you see them go in the ring they're dead you study you guys watch boxing or it's too brutal for you yeah they get complacent after they, um, they win the championship the day after we win the championship we're going back to training in here we're not celebrating nothing the day after we go to um, the, the river and we take busloads of people and baptize 1,000 people. Huh, we come back and, and, and go reach the last again. Huh, no celebrating. There's too many last people on the earth for us to celebrate, guys. It's character that's going to allow us to do that. I don't care what God does here. We know he can take the, the whole hurt if he wants to and spin it on his finger like this. If he can make it, he can do that. I know he can do that. But we're going to take the, the, the power of God and convert it into souls. Amen? Tonight we're going to pray, guys. We're getting back huh, to prayer. I have a, a couple of scripture references here. Isaiah 42. Why is, that we, uh, why is it that we preach that death to self so much? Die to your own ambition, your own uh, desires. Why? Why do we do that in this church? Isaiah 42 and verses... Eight, 
Oh, God speaking here. I am the Lord. That is my name. And my glory I will not give to another. For my... I am the Lord. That is my name. And my glory I will give... I will not give to another. God is saying he will not share his glory with any man. The, mere, the only thing that God used, uh, need is cups. What do you want? The cup or the tea? You want the tea in the cup, but you just need a container to deliver it to your mouth. Amen? That's what God needs from us, period. He needs vessels out of us. He don't need our help. He's never going to share his glory, guys. So that's why he has to take us through a process. Where the old man dies, or the cup is going to try and take the praise from the tea. And God is not about to do that. His honor, his majesty, huh, his brilliance will never be divided among men nor devils because many times it's devils that are in men that are trying to steal the glory. Amen? Isaiah 48. Verses 9. For my name's sake, I will defer my anger. And for my praise, I, I will restrain it, from, restrain it from you so that I do not cut you off. Ha! This is the reason why God did this. Behold, I have refined you, but not as silver. I have tested you in the furnace of affliction. For my own sake, for my own sake, I will do it. For how should my name be profaned? And I will not give my glory to another. That's why we are here, guys. And we are under such a heavy word here. And such pressure. Not by me. By the Spirit of God. Huh, by the Word of God. That we might change and get up to that level. Are you, are, are you in business with God? Are you, are you praying at home? Are you reading the Word? How many times have we said, stay in the word, in this church? Are you paying the price? We can't say it any clearer. There's a price to pay. There's a price to pay to be used by God. There's a price to pay even to go to heaven. This is the transformation that God is doing in us now. Because he's not sharing his honor and his glory with us. Or else we're going to go in the flesh. Let's look at an example. Let's go to Acts, the book of Acts. Acts 12. You know, some people don't like the word of God, you know. They're too much into their, up into their own feelings. Right? They have too many opinions, likes and dislikes. And they're convinced about a lot of things in their souls. And not even the word of God that you read before them can get them to change their opinion about certain opinions that they have in the mind. Not even the word of God. Acts 12 and verses 21. So on a set day, Herod, arrayed in royal apparel, sat on his throne and gave an oration to them. And the people kept shouting, the voice of a God and not of a man. Then immediately an angel of the Lord struck him. Not a man struck him in. An angel of the Lord struck him. 
Because he's in a realm now that he's not supposed to be in as a man. He, God did not even send a man to do this. This was a, an affront against God himself. It, he was in a wrong space, wrong territory. That even an angel could knock him down. Then immediately an angel of the Lord struck him because he did not give glory to God. And he was eaten by worms and died. Oh, aren't you? Don't you just don't you just read those scriptures and go, I love God. You know, when I read those when I read those scriptures, you know those dangerous scriptures that people run away from? I, I say, if God is like that, I mean I'm with him. That's what I when I read those and I see how he take care of his enemies and wipe them out, I go, I love him. Amen? And we all should love all of the word of God and the character of God. He's so solid. Oh, it's that jealousy that he uses to protect us. Now go to the book of Galatians. Galatians 2. We're going to pray, guys. What are we going to pray tonight? Oh, the focus tonight. As you approach a merciful, loving God who is almighty, all-powerful, and he's available to you to make you in the image and likeness of his son, our Lord and King Jesus Christ. My God. He has that ability to transform us and make us the splitting image of Jesus Christ. Huh, why would we not allow him to do that? Oh, my Father. Why would we not allow God to create baby Jesus out of us, so to speak? No, don't go and say, I, I, I said that we can be like God now. Hello? Children of God. Huh? Galatians 2. And verses 20. Huh! I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live. But Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the son of God oh! who gave who loved me and gave himself for me I have been crucified with Christ it is no longer I who live that is the end product that is what God wants to do not only with Paul but with every one of us in here every single one who is the youngest one in here is it Jordana? Hmm? Why is he? Yeah, ah, my, yeah, see that? The guy knows his name. Oh, my father, he's full of the Spirit of God. Hello. From why is he? This, the Lord wants to make every single one of us the splitting image of Jesus Christ. And we must allow him to do that. We must hear the word of God. Make adjustments. That we might be. Might, that we might have that, that same character that Jesus Christ had. And for this to happen guys. You have to be militant in your walk with God. After you leave here. After the service ends on um, Sunday. Immediately after you leave the service. You're still in the spirit. You're meditating on God. All the way to bed. 
You're ending in prayer. You wake up the morning and your mind is on Christ and the things of God and the word of God. And you're involved in the process that God is actually doing inside of you constantly. He's draining everything out of us. Everything. I'm telling you guys, and I'm, listen, we are all from different backgrounds, different countries. We have been taught, we are so connected with, with our um, people generationally. And it means nothing to God, nothing. He doesn't care about that. Once you come here, your generation, blood, your bloodline changes. That's why, we, that's why God said we can give us the ability to break generational curses. Where is it that the generational curses come down through? The same genealogy that we are thinking that we are affiliated with. And they are the ones that give us our identity. We feel good when we are among our own people. All of that madness that is in the body of Christ. And we come here and keep that. This is why the church is in Canada. Korean church, Chinese church, Jamaican church, Canadian church. Enough of that madness in the body of Christ. If they name Christ and they go read the book of Revelation and he said pe people from every country, every tongue. We ain't doing that here down at Heaven Lighthouse Ministries. I'm not building a Jamaican church. Huh? And I don't like necessarily getting to, together with Jamaicans over anybody else in the world. No, that madness dead. This is the church of Jesus Christ. And this is, these are the areas. Why am I getting here now? Because this is the dirt that Christians have in their mind. And come before God, come and worship. Well, tonight, God, the Holy Spirit is going to show you. And he's going, he wants to kill that dirt that is inside of us. Calling ourselves children of God. I don't, listen, I haven't started preaching yet, guys. I hope you know that. I have not preached a message yet. This is mild. Ha! This is mild. We say we want power. Oh dear, you say you want power. You can't touch the power of God. Can dirt touch the power of God? The anointing, the same anointing that you're waiting on to, to heal the person, it will kill you by the time you touch the person. Oh! Galatians 5. Verses 24. And those who are Christ have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. And this is why we pray. Guys, when we come here now, because, you know, guys, I hope you know I did this. I went in my closet. I took the word of God. Skipped the pages. And I said, here you go. And you said you have power to do this in me. Ah! And I now give you my will. And I want that change in me. I'm not saying I'm all perfect, guys. But this is my prayer to God. If the power is available, why am I not transformed and changed? And my will has been surrendered. Why, why is it that I still walk like I'm a child of the devil? Defeated lives. This is how God wants us to pray. Guys, we're standing before God. We're standing before God tonight. Are we aware? If, if, if you go, listen, 
you must wake yourself up when you go before God and understand where you are in. Do we understand when we are before judges on the earth? Our people that are doing interview for a job? We are aware of certain things that we need to be aware of. Respect. It's before God that we are tonight. This process. Can you imagine what this process fully undertaken in a church with 50? These 50 Christians can come together. Oh God, I've read, I've read revivals where it was two, three people that ignited that. If we can have 50 people, if we can find 50 people here in London that can commit themselves to God, wholeheartedly commit themselves to God, this city is dead. The name of Jesus Christ, they would, they, the people on the outside, they would honor that name. Whether they, were, whether they give their life to him or not, they would know ha, that he is mighty. Do you want to do that? Or you want to just do the, the church thing? Who wants to do the church thing, guys? Are you praying desperate prayers at, at home? To really get the attention of heaven. And anybody can do it. That's why the young ones can do it. I'm 24-7 praying, guys. Laying in the presence of God 24-7. I don't know what God is actually doing with me. I wish he could explain. But I have no, no use for my own body now. God is taking my body and my mind and doing something with it. And I'm allowing this process to happen. Many times I wish he would explain to me what he's doing. I just feel. We're lowering those um, young folks here that has been going to the church for a while. And they've heard some of the popular preachers online. You know? And this Christian walk is just a beautiful thing. And now they come here. And we're saying sacrifice. And they go, what the hell is sacrifice? That's what they're saying. What is sacrifice? We're saying cut TV off, cut Instagram off, Instagram off. And stupid TikTok. Every minute I see them on their phone. Pure rubbish, rubbish. That's insanity. That's absolute insanity. How can Jesus Christ be available to you? And that this is all you think that is doing. You're, this what the world system is doing. And you're sitting in his presence. And then you don't want the man of God to preach. You're telling me don't preach now. Huh? And revival is coming. Jesus Christ he wants to strip everything out of us. Everything. Die. Connect to the church. This is your family. It's not your family back home. Necessarily. And we preach like this every time. When you, can, when you can preach like this, you can take the mic and preach. I'll go home. When you can look people in the eye and tell them the truth in the name of Jesus Christ. You're qualified to speak his message. Apart from that, we have enough fake preachers all over the globe. Fake. Yeah. See, one man in the audience agree with me. Why is he? See that? 
Closest one to God. Just came out of the womb. Amen? That's a spiritual man. So guys, write down as the Holy Spirit is going to show you tonight the areas that are dirty. I'm going to use some heavy language around these parts too. Huh. Dirty. Pure mercy keeping some of us alive. Mercy of God is keeping some of us. We are holding stuff. We won't let it go. There's stuff that we are holding on to. We won't let it go. It's like it's cemented in, our, in us. We, are, we won't allow the Holy Spirit to break it. Ah! I can feel it. I can feel it in my spirit. What the Spirit of God is saying. People don't want to go to the next level. You have to go to the next level. You have to do it. If you name the Lord Jesus Christ and you want to go to heaven. And you want him to use you on the earth. Whatever the devil has put there. Make it. Huh. Make it. Your life commitment now from this point to break whatever seed the devil have inside of you that is holding back God from fully being expressed to you let, let Jesus Christ let him bust it up tonight if he has power and you believe that he has power let him break that seed out of you this is a weird guys you know the, the folks that are coming here are folks that have been in church they are folks that have been in church they understand a lot of things that's why here when you came that's why we can speak like this because you've been around church circles so we're not holding back we ain't holding back start putting in the labor start putting in the labor Start putting in the commitment, the consistency. Don't allow, allow the devil to drag you like a dog through the mud like this every day. And then turn back and stamp on you. Grab a hold of your life. 24-7s. That's what I heard. In, I heard one preacher. He gave me a breakthrough. I was on Sid Rod years ago. I think his name is, I forgot his name. The Dreadlocks. He's a worship guy. He gave me the key, guys. He gave me the key to Christianity. And I've listened to many a preachers. I heard that man said, he walked with God 24-7. Then I go, what? Huh? What do you mean he walked with God 24-7? That's, never heard that. 24-7s. How is that possible? I took that from him. Huh! That's why I know. Guys, whatever God wants to do with me, he does it. My prayer life is not great. I hope you know that. Sucks. My prayer life is not great. Huh! Because many of the days when I wake up, I can't pray. There, what God is doing inside of me, I forget about praying. I eat and go back to bed. And then, I, and then I open my mouth and people get breakthrough. 
he automatically does it. A lot of it. I'm not saying to take on that approach. Don't do it. Don't do it. I have my moments. When I get into the, all of the elongated prayers and, and reading and so forth. These words I'm, I'm, I'm speaking to you guys now. I hope you know that. It's coming out of my spirit. I don't, have to, I don't even have to. Because when I go to pray, the Lord speaks nothing. But I feel He's given me. Ha! I feel what He's given me. I speak what He gives me. And if I'm telling you guys, when you have that, this is why my servantation I went to go look at a place on Sunday after church. I keep boasting. But it's not me, it's God. And they, we just open our mouth and the lady give her life to Jesus Christ. We just open our mouth, went to scripture, and led her to Christ. Just like that. So don't, the point I'm making is be 100% honest with God. Because all of what he has spoken in scripture, he has committed himself to, to that covenant, to that agreement, and to do those things. For those that do business with him, honestly. But there is a level of desperation that gets answered prayers. A level of desperation. It's a crazy person that God answers, so to speak. You know, the type of people that do everything right, they can't touch God. You know, the ones that pray just the right amount of time. Hello? They come to just the Sunday service and the Wednesday, but they don't push after. They're so meticulous in what they do, that don't get it. That those people, they can't get him. Your engine have to go after 12 sometimes. It's the crazy ones that he answers. The rogues. Ha! The ones that won't stand. I can't, stay, I can't see here. Oh Lord, I cannot do this. It's my, this is why I say, Lord, I can't do this. More must be there. We need a few, a few of us. Crazy enough, guys. We thank God for what he's doing here. But that is, that, that, that is all. Is that, is that all that God can do? Can we get his attention? This is what gets his attention. What I'm saying to you now, obsession, hunger, thirst, inspired from the right place, with the right motivation, gets his attention. Or else, you can slowly slide into a thing called lukewarmness. And before you look back and you go, years pass by and you're too deep in the mud to dig yourself out. The whole church is just like, I wouldn't do that. I would come here one morning and break every chair in here. No kidding. I hand the whole thing. Or something the Lord thing. No, we're not, we're, not, we're not cultivating that kind of atmosphere. Desperation. There are a few people that are desperate. Some are kind of coasting along. Desperate. Is there a man? Is there a woman in here? Ha! That is desperate. And when, when you pray and say, give me London or give me death, you're ready to die. God won't kill you, don't worry, because he already tells us he's giving us the nations. It's just a prayer consistent with scripture. He never says he's giving us London. London is a little town. He says he's giving us the nations. So this is a legal conversation with God. It's not boast. Ask of me and I will give you the nations. Isn't that what the scripture says? 
and the heathen as an heritage. He's given us. And yes, he lets his grace. You see how God is? He said, I ain't sharing my glory with no man. Hello? And then he said, ask of me and I'll give you the nations. He's saying that he, he allows us to participate in this beautiful work. We have to stir up ourselves like Paul said to Timothy. If you don't stir up yourself, guys, you fall asleep spiritually. It becomes mundane. Especially after you've been around and prayed a few Wednesdays. It's just another prayer meeting. But that there is only an earthly perspective. Because God, heaven is always in business. We have to stir ourselves out of that. And come into the reality that God and all of the hosts of heaven is available to us. Every single time that we come here. How we must find a way to approach him accordingly. That we might receive what he has for that ministration. And every time, whether the Lord, however he does it, if your spirit is awake and alive, it will be absolutely explosive every single time. Not here, in your closet. Every exchange that you have with God, it will be absolutely explosive. Why? A man that, is that embodied the born-again man inside of him, living and gotten over this flesh. Huh! Spiritual realities are exciting all the time. But if you ever walk in here and it's this flesh you're walking and forget that you're a spirit, it's just another prayer meeting. We have to stir up ourselves. That was, what is it that happened to Paul? That the man kept that level of faith. Ask God for that. Amen? So you pray, guys, and ask God to touch you. The little problems that we have, yeah, we're having issues at home. I know we're having issues at home. I'll tell you why you're having issues at home, guys. Because the focus is the issue and not him. The minute that you behold him, hello, then you know he can deal with that. We need to keep Christ as our center focus. He's supposed to be. If he is your focus, you know even the things that he's allowing to play out in your life that are a little bit disorder at this moment, because of your confidence in him, you're not too worried about that. But if your attention is on that, that's why I like to make him my focus. He will deal with the issues, however big they are. He has the capacity to do it. So desperate prayers tonight, God, guys. If you're tired, some of you look tired. Well, find a way. Huh! You know, some of them, those, you have to know how to kick your spirit, you know, and get it going. Guys, huh? you have to know how to jumpstart yourself. It's so easy to do. I don't know. Guys, I'm not going to the movie theater. I'm not flying to vacations. I hope you know. The, it's right, I, I haven't even left London for the last few months. It's just from here to home. And a few other homes and prayer and conversations. I'm having a ball. The bo I'm having a ball, guys. I'm having fun with this. 
when that when the holy spirit touched me in the morning when i wake up and i go my god he's still with me the most excited man on the planet you need we need to change the way that we understand things here how, how can you be a, a communing with the holy spirit and you're bored oh my father ask god to do something ask god to trouble your spirit and excite you